Please join me in our responsive welcome. No matter who you are or where you are in life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. And you are wanted and you are valued here. Stories of faith that connect us. We have stories of faith that connect us, whether you're in Connecticut or Colorado, the United States or Europe or anywhere in the world. This is such a privileged place to sing from, to see your faces as you sing. Once you got over the, are we allowed to sing this now? Uh, it was really quite beautiful, and your faces were aglow with that message of glory to God in the highest, one of the angels' favorite songs. So the question literally was, what about angels? And my favorite part of this sermon series has been sitting with the people who have written down questions and saying, tell me more about your question." It's so clear that angels abound in scripture, in song, in art. What comes to mind for you when you think about angels? I'm sure we've all been influenced by pageants, children's pageants. I was very influenced by the TV show Touched by an Angel. I loved how ordinary the character was until that moment. Cue the lights. They become all aglow and suddenly they say something very profound. But what I really liked about that show was that they were engaged in the life of people before those moments, typically. Not always after. There usually weren't follow-ups, but it was interesting that there they were all along and then all of a sudden it was revealed that they were angels. And simply stated, angels are often heavenly beings whose function is to serve God and execute God's will. Now, I can rattle that off easily, but please don't confuse that with someone that understands this. (laughs) They are messengers of God. They appear in Scripture during dreams and times of wakefulness, often accompanied by a radiance and a sense of surprise. And there are often words connected to the encounter. It's also worth noting that at the time when angels seem to appear, it's literally or metaphorically dark. There's a time of great need, a time of confusion or fear, a time of imprisonment, when people are bound or blocked for some reason. So I think it's fair to say that angels appear wherever peace, compassion, and love are needed or a little push up a hill. Angels are present wherever life-giving or life-affirming words are spoken and enacted. Barbara Brown Taylor wrote a book called Bread of Angels. And in the preface, she says, God's word is our daily bread. If you find bread in these pages, thank the angels. In scripture, we see the intimate encounters of angels 
where they often say, do not be afraid. It's the kind of phrase that's easy to cast off lightly. But if you've ever been with someone who truly is afraid, and you've looked them in the eye and said, do not be afraid, then you might have even repeated it, do not be afraid. Even when I do that in my own imagination, I can bring myself to tears, imagining someone saying that to me and allowing it to sink in. The shepherds were tending their flocks by night when the angels appeared. Jesus was in the wilderness being tempted by the devil and the angels were tending to his needs. There was a man who died and he's um, described only as poor and upon his death the angels carried him away. Jesus at the end of his life was on the Mount of Olives praying in distress and the angel came and gave him strength. When Mary went to the tomb to tend to the body of Jesus, an angel met her there and said, Why are you weeping? And then the angels also at the tomb proclaiming that there is life beyond death. He's not here. He's risen like he told you. Or the apostles in the book of Acts who were released from prison and charged by the angels to continue teaching. Tell them everything about Jesus' life. Tell them everything. That had been why they were locked up, because they were doing just that. So those are just some of the examples in Scripture. There's over 300 And there's way more if you just count the times where it talks about dreams, but it's not noted that an angel was speaking. But there's also scripture in action. Maybe you thought about the angel initiative of the city of Longmont. Maybe that came to your mind. Connecting people with addictions to treatment programs and facilities where the angels are the word they use for the volunteers. It's beautiful. There was another angel initiative several years earlier. Perhaps you can imagine the picture of the angels with a 10-foot wingspan, 7 feet high, that stood between grieving families and protesters at the memorial service for Matthew Shepard. Yeah. Those angel characters were so compelling that people asked for directions on how to make the angels. They were also used at a memorial service for someone who lost their life at the Pulse nightclub tragedy in Orlando. So they had a definite function, a physical barrier, but they also shared a message of peace, compassion, and love. And you probably didn't know this, But the angels were given earplugs so they didn't have to listen 
to the counter messages to what they were proclaiming in their presence. Wouldn't that be nice if we could just put earplugs in sometimes? We do have that capacity to turn off the news. I just want to remind you of that. So I love this question because it allows us to contemplate an element of the sacred. You know, we get caught up into what we can understand and what we can prove, what we can read about. And we can read about this and we can try to understand it, but there's an element to this that I'm grateful for is beyond my understanding. And it, it has taken me decades to let go of a desire to understand many things. But that has turned out to be a gift. To let go of the understanding and, and open up to the experience. It's these holy ground places where, you know, the angel says, take off your shoes or be still. And as holy messengers, angels carry with them an element of the one they work for. I wonder what the training is like. Definitely you come to church every Sunday or synagogue or wherever people who are looking for a deeper meaning gather. But it's that impression and that imprint of the one you work for that captivates my imagination. And Peter Benson is an artist that I knew in Connecticut, and his artwork is on display here. And probably of all of his pieces, he considers this to be more of an experiment and nothing very special. But when I saw it, I was immediately drawn to it, because what you can't see from where you're sitting is that every white sort of blob is his fingerprint. And so when you come up later for communion, I hope you'll take a closer look at that. And it was that fingerprint that reminded me of the special and meaningful experiences of God that leave an impression on us. You know, the I can still feel that hand on my back. I can still hear those words in that voice. How do you experience it? Is it something that you feel? Like I can, I can remember walking into this place where I've gone most recently for silent retreats. I went for seven days and then I went back for a longer experience. But the moment I walked into the meditation space, I felt it. Some people say they feel that when they go to cathedrals in Europe. Some people might feel it when they walk in here. Where do you feel that? That's what this question is an invitation to. Where are you experiencing the holy? Listen to the scripture passage from the letter to the Hebrews. 
chapter 13, just two verses. Let mutual love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. So really, the first thing we should do on Sunday morning is turn to each other and say, are you an angel? (laughs) No, you laugh, but are you? Are you an angel? I see some visitors. Are you angels? If so, what's your message for us? We have a very, very special opportunity today. We're going to be painting the CE hallway. And when I hear about, not us, don't worry, when I hear about, um, when I hear about painting projects, I always think about an opportunity to make an impression in the space before it's covered with new paint. Because like God's impression, it's an impression that can affect the energy or the feel or the presence of God. And so literally, we're going to invite one group to leave the sanctuary and to go into that hallway with pencils and Amelia. (laughs) And you are going to write messages on the wall. What would God want people to know or to hear? What are the messages of angels that you have heard or that have been spoken to you? Now, you might find that, like, come on, seriously? Yes. What are the words that have been spoken to you that have allayed your fear and anxiety? Even if it was just for a moment, What are those words? Or perhaps the words that have opened up courage and compassion within you. What are those words? I have noticed that the more intimate we are in sharing those words, the more universally they apply. Those very intimate messages or words, however they've been shared with you in a dream, in an interaction with the person beside you, with someone that you only met once, even with a truck that bumps you from the back just right. Consider that. And we'll let you self-select who wants to go into the hallway. But those of you who stay... You get to do something similar, but without a writing implement. With your hands, speak to the walls. Literally, get up and touch the wall and infuse it with those words. Same thing with the pews. That all who enter, who are in need and attentive to the workings of the Holy Spirit, God's messengers, the energy of life, that it might reach them. So, Amelia, here's your toolbox. And anybody who would like to go with Amelia, and we do hope people will go and then come back. 
<laughs> this is not an invitation to coffee hour or happy hour. Happy hour doesn't start till we're all done. And those who are in the room now, just feel free to walk about or stay where you are and allow those, allow your hands to speak, to speak to the walls, to the pews. Maybe you just need a moment to sit, but go ahead and move about. And maybe Robert will play some angel music, whatever that sounds like. <laughs> sounds good. We have been given signs and miracles and messages of peace. As you leave today, let those bubble in your heart. Take them to a world in need and share all you have been given. And when you go wherever you go, may the love of God enfold you. May the peace of Christ fill you. And may the community of the Holy Spirit meet you and encourage you along the way. And let us say together, Amen. Amen.